I'm Frank Andorka, Editorial Director of Solar Power World Magazine. Welcome to another edition of Solar Speaks, Solar Power World's podcast series that gives you the opportunity to hear from the industry's biggest newsmakers in their own words. Today we are talking to Tyree Solomon Phillips, Chief Analyst for Delta Market Research, about their research on the industry's efforts to educate consumers about the advantages of solar. Tyree, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Give us a little background on Delta Market Research and why it decided to turn its sights on researching the solar industry. First off, Delta was founded in 1972 by Martin Selleck. Right now, the company is headed by his daughter, Linda Selleck, who is now the CEO and acting uh, president. And vice president is Robert Norman. And uh, while Martin, he still remains chairman of the board to this day. And Delta Market Research does remain true to its principles, which is to provide the best absolute research possible and reporting on the findings honestly. So we, we started researching the solar industry because we, we saw the research that there seemed to be a, a lack of, of marketing, the direct consumer marketing uh, in mind with the end user in mind. So we kind of started from there and, and you know, did the study. So what were you guys hoping to discover about the solar industry through your research? First, we needed a snapshot into the industry because this was an industry that we didn't really know a whole lot about. Uh, Delta Market Research primarily did a lot of their uh, our experts in the theme park business. And so we really needed a snapshot of, of the industry. And we wanted to figure out why has marketing efforts, you know, hasn't reached the end user? Why wasn't there really any end user data available really targeting the consumers? Because at the end of the day, those are the ones that are going to be buying the product and really pushing it forward um, in the U.S. market. So how many companies did you interview and what market segments did you approach? We interviewed 100 different businesses, including PV manufacturers, uh, installation companies, associations in the solar industry. But we targeted specifically executive-level individuals, so C-suite-level people. So, for example, CEOs or COOs or CFOs, presidents, chief operations officers, and things like that. That was a specific qualifier um, to be in the study, national representatives. So what were the areas that Delta found the industry could improve on to increase its market share in the U.S. energy market mix? Well, overall, we found that consistent marketing strategies could really greatly benefit uh, the U.S. energy market share. So, for example, we asked, we asked the question of, to the CEOs and all these executive levels, C-suite-level uh, individuals, what would you personally consider solar energy to be? And, you know, when we found... We asked them, was it a product, commodity, service, or other? And there didn't really seem to be any consistent message, consistent answer throughout. I mean, 41% self-reported it was a product, 34% self-reported it was a commodity, uh, 19% a service, and 6% other. And so right there, it kind of shows you consistent messaging isn't really something that's carried throughout. If the heads of these organizations, uh, TV installers, TV manufacturers, installers, and, and associations, they don't really know what their product is or, or what it what it is that they're selling, then they, they, the consumer won't really know. Whose responsibility is it to make those kinds of determinations as to how the industry ought to sell itself to consumers? I think that's definitely up to the, the leading people in the, in the industry. At the end of the day, if, if these companies don't really know if, you know if their product, commodity, service, or, or whatever, you know, the end user won't really know. Um, and that was one of the challenges we found. That they, we asked them what were some of the challenges. And, you know, in consumer confusion about multiple solutions and platforms, I was very strong. And I think it almost directly relates to the different manufacturing companies and installers and the associations 
having mixed feelings about what, it, what solar energy really is. So at first, to, to, I guess to directly tell your question, first I think it starts with the, with the heads of, of these companies and then carrying that consistent message throughout um, so it's very clear to the end user. So I noticed uh, that the report suggests the overall communication plan for the solar industry is faulty. Why do you believe the communication platforms for the industry are so poor, and what would you recommend that we do as an industry to rectify those shortcomings? There's a, act, there's a split between active marketing and passive marketing, 50-50, which isn't great. Uh, a lot of the companies, they're, they're, they're putting up the right amount of money towards their marketing efforts, uh, 11%. So they're, they're right at where they want to be. But when it comes to active and passive marketing, you know, you really can't be a 50-50 split. Active marketing is when you're figuring out who your targets are, figuring out what they like, what they don't like, and then really taking that data and really trying to tailor your product to them. Passive marketing are things like you know, setting up Twitter accounts or Facebook and really waiting for the consumers to come to you. So really feel that, you know, a lot of it is 50% of their marketing efforts are, at, are passive, you're waiting for a lot of consumers to come to you when they're already confused to be to begin with. Um, so there needs to be that, that consistent message throughout, that top-down approach we spoke about earlier, really getting home through to the consumer, but first really figuring out what they want out of what you're offering. Your research also talks about the need for a nationally recognized spokesperson, and by that you mean nationally recognized by consumers, to help talk about solar energy and the, the advantages of it. What are the characteristics you believe that leader should have, and who are your leading candidates? We don't specifically say that there is a direct need for, uh, for a spokesperson, really. But we're, we're, we asked them, is, is, there, is there a spokesperson that's saying that because consumers can readily identify solar energy with? And so there was, we asked that some of the leading ones were, well, Barack Obama had 9%, while Ron Reese had 6%. But I think a more telling piece of the story is that, you know, 18% said they don't know, and 29% said they don't know. And 29% said they don't know was the highest among any single person mentioned on here. So when you combine don't know and and no one, um, that's 47%. So almost close to 50% of the C-suite level individuals say that there is no, no real spokesperson, no real face to the industry. We don't, we don't say that there needs, needs to be one, but almost when you think of any national brands, Nike, for example, they have their slogans, and you can name, you can name athletes with them, and you can name their, their slogans and all that. But with, with solar, there's almost no face to the industry, someone that the consumers can really identify with, and, and it's just uh, it's self-reported also. So, Tyree, as you may or may not have seen from our website, the subject of government support for the solar industry is always a hot topic of discussion. Can you tell our listeners what your study concluded about that? So we asked about challenges to marketing solar energy in, uh, in the United States, and uh, government support came in at 58%. Um, and that, that's self-reported name. They really they feel that you know, lack of government support is one of their biggest challenges. So I, I, I can't really tell you exactly what, what about government support. That, that, that was the only question we asked about government support. It was one of the biggest challenges. Um, I can't really, I don't want to really draw any inferences as to, as to why, because we, did, we didn't ask any inferences. We asked specifically about challenges, and that came at 58. Close, so close to 60% of the C-suite individuals reported that you know, the lack of government support was, was a very big challenge for them in trying to overcome the market. Where do you see the industry going in the future? I, th I think it's uncertain right now uh, at this point where it's going to go, but I, I think it's not a doubt that there will be a leader in the industry. And we just we just don't know where it's going to be at, at this point, who it's going to be. It's going to be with TV manufacturers.
manufacturers or utility companies. We we don't we don't really know. Is it going to be with the consumer? Uh, I, I think that is, is yet to be determined. But it's something that we are aiming to do with our with our next study. Our next study really aims to, to benchmark, you know, these things. And I think you brought up a, a great point. And that's the you know kind of the million dollar question, Frank. You know, how can we address these things and, and where can the market go from there? So uh, our next study really aims to, to benchmark these things about not just solar energy, but energy. Energy, all forms of energy today. You know, fossil fuels, all in forms of renewable energy. Um, because we really haven't seen any, any data out to suggest that there, that there is even a, a benchmarking all, already done. And I'd say within the past you know, 10 years, there's been a lot of talk about renewable energy, but there hasn't really been any you know, benchmarking, quantitative, representative benchmarking data out. So uh, that's what this next study is, is uh, aiming, aiming to do. So are you currently working on, on the study, or, or is it something that you're planning to work on in the near future? Questionnaire and everything is, is, is ready to go. Right now we're looking for, for you know, we need people, keep people to buy into the study. Anyone, any, anyone can really, anyone can buy into to the study. We have a, we have a questionnaire right here. It's going to be, we're looking to aim at 2,000 respondents, all consumers in the, in the industry. Uh, so we're really aiming to benchmark all forms of energy, not just not just solar. Solar is going to obviously be a, a big part of it. But like I said before, you know, we're really aiming to to benchmark energy. Period. If people wanted to uh, see more or read more about the study that specifically targeted solar and subscribe to any new research projects uh, that you're working on, how would they go about doing that? So, for, so first. The, of the, the qualitative piece we were speaking about earlier, where we have the, the initial data from, that's available on our website. If you go to DeltaMarketResearchInc.com and find there, you can purchase the report, the one we were speaking about. But if you want to have more more info about the new study that's, that's coming up, that's approaching, and want to, and they are interested in buying into it, you can you know call us at Delta Market Research at two one five. Six seven four one one eight zero. You can go right to the website and have all the contact information there. Everyone's email addresses are there. So you, know, you can call in. You can visit the website. We're open to all forms of communication. Thanks, Tyree. We've been speaking with Tyree Solomon Phillips, Chief Analyst for Delta Market Research, about his company's research into the solar industry's efforts to educate consumers about the advantages of solar energy. This has been Solar Speaks, Solar Power World Magazine's podcast series that gives you the opportunity to hear from the industry's biggest newsmakers in their own words. I'm Frank Andorka, Editorial Director of Solar Power World Magazine. Until next time.